What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Natasha Chantel, and we are back. We are back one more time for another episode of the Honey and Locust podcast. I'm so enthused about today. I'm excited to encourage you. Now, I was going to do something else, but I felt led another way. And because Jesus is all up and through this podcast, we roll with the Holy Spirit. So (laughs) there was an interruption in one of our episodes, but we do know that God will divinely interrupt and divinely uh, intervene in a matter or a thing so that his will can be done. And so I want to come in today, encourage, follow his leading, because that's what this is all about. We follow his leading. We're unorthodox. We're creative. We're out of the box and all of that. But we follow God and we follow his spirit. So with episode two, we have a special election episode. Today is actually election day, November the 3rd, 2020. And shout out to all my November babies. <laughs> I'm a November baby, so I get excited in the month of November anyway. But it's a it's a big time. It's, it's a critical time to some. You know, people are feeling different types of ways. And I wanted to come in and just spread love. I wanted to impart some peace. You know, I can feel the tension. Sometimes you know, like I said, if you're an intercessor or you're a, a prayer warrior or you just simply walk with God, you can feel the effects of what's going on in the atmosphere. You can feel the tension. You can feel uh, what other people are feeling around you. And I could just kind of feel, you know, different things in the environment today that I just wanted to address. And because, you know, our hope is in God. I'm going to say that again. Because our hope is in God, we're addressing everything through God on this podcast and beyond. We're addressing everything in the light of God's love, through the lens of God's love, even the election. So I wanted to talk about it today. I wanted to talk about it because I've been just watching and I've been observing. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, like you said, that the the watchman on the wall, Ezekiel was a watchman and, and he was led by God's spirit to watch and pray. And we have watchmen even in this day and even in this time and they pray and we pray about matters concerning this nation. Maybe you're a watchman in your family. Maybe you're a watchman in your neighborhood. Maybe you're a watchman in your city. Maybe you're a watchman for the nation. And what that means is you, you stand and you stand and you pray and you're on your post and you're praying about the matters that concern that situation. And so um, I am a watchman. So I know what is what it's like to, to watch and pray and to be sensitive to our environment. And we all can do that. We don't even have to get super technical. You know, we don't have to do all of that. All we got to do is walk with God, be sensitive to his heart. And he'll begin to speak to us about things, to be a friend of God. We want to be a friend of God. And he'll talk to you. That's what this whole podcast is about. We're out of the box. We're creative and all of that. But what it's about is relationship, not religion. We're trying to shed religious views of things that have to do with society. And we're just doing it in an out of the box way, in a way that people can understand. And that even, like I said, that applies to the election. That applies to what's going on in society. And because we're believers, because we walk with God, we should view this election completely uh, different than others who are non-believers. And if you're not a believer, you know, I pray that you'll continue on this journey with us and that you'll, um, join the family. But if you don't believe right now and you're listening, um, may it be a seed planted in your heart. If you are a believer and you're listening, I pray that this would encourage you that it would be confirmation to you, but we, we don't walk through things the same as the world or we shouldn't because we belong to God's family. 
And because we eat honey and locusts over here, because we eat honey and locusts over here, uh, we're not afraid to engage. We're not afraid to confront things, not even things in society as we need to do. And like I said, I've been observing and I've just seen some different things as it pertains to uh, the governmental affairs. And we know even biblically that Daniel, he was a governmental prophet. You know, he was a governmental prophet. And so that meant that God uh, could speak to him about things that were going on. And you, listen, the Bible's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That means if there were governmental prophets then, there are governmental prophets now. We ain't got to, you know, we, we don't want to go too deep in that. But, you know, there are still figures walking like how they walked in the Bible because mantles, mantles, callings are passed down from generation to generation. And that's why God says that he raises up um, leaders and he sits them down and he knows the times and the seasons, all of that. It says that even in, in Daniel. And so with that being stated, there are people that God still deals with, just like how he dealt with people in the Bible then. There's different contexts now. We get that. There's different contexts. But guess what? If there was a David then, there are there are Davids now. If there were Esther, an Esther then, there's Esthers now. If there were uh, was a Joseph then, there's Josephs now. If there was Daniel then. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. If there was a Joshua then, there's Joshua's now. And so... um. That means we're giant slayers. That means we're a watchman on the wall. That means we are effective in that thing that God calls us to be. And we just got to know who we are and we got to know whose we are, even in the midst of this election. So I just wanted to come in today and just address some things that we are not those that are without hope. So we don't have to walk around in fear of what the end of this election election is going to be. We don't we don't we, we don't rock like that. <laughs> we're not in fear. We're not in anxiety. We're not in worry. We stand in the confidence of the Lord. We know who watches over us. I'm not saying not to engage because we have, we need everybody in their rightful places. We, we established that last episode. If you missed that, go check that out. What are you doing with yourself? If you missed that, you got to catch up and roll with us. But you know what I'm saying? Like we have to make sure that we know the posture we're supposed to have as it pertains to these things. And so because we know that God has us, we don't engage with the political spirit. And what I say with the, when I say a political spirit, I mean, sometimes politics can get downright nasty. Um, it can get downright uh, dishonorable. And uh, the kingdom is built on honor and all of us are learning and growing and learning how to walk in more honor every day. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, one of those people that, you know, I'm not coming against you or saying this and this and that. But what I am saying is that we got to do better, you know, um, even as it pertains to engaging these things. I know some of you guys saw the debates and, you know, there was there was a debate there where it was like, whoa, you know, and although we laughed at some of the things um we can't help but to consider what God's heart was watching and the name calling and the defaming and the scandalizing names and the, the lies and all the God, God's not in that y'all. God is not in that. Um, <laughs> even when you disagree with someone, can you still be lovable? Can you still be loving? Can you still pray for that person? Can you still 
And it's interesting because people will say, oh, but, you know, and, and I'm not even saying names, but, you know, even as it pertains to we speak out about injustice. Don't get me wrong. We speak out about injustice. We speak out. We move. We put our faith with our action. We do all of that. But what we don't do is we don't go to the level um, of hate. We're not supposed to, you know, and, and, and sometimes we miss the mark and we thank God for God's grace and his repentance and his forgiveness. And we forgive others because we need to be forgiven. But it's been like really interesting. And some people might listen to this and they might not even feel it at all. But guess what? I know it's, it's, it aligns with the word of God. So I ain't even concerned about that. You know, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. I'm, I'm not when it, when it when you know you're in alignment with God's word. Um, you can't be worried about what people think or what people say, because ultimately it's God's opinion that matters. And so I just want to know um, how many people sometimes as we criticize what's going on in the nation and as we critica- criticize different things with leadership and, and things that we don't like. The question is and the challenge is for us. What are you doing about it? Have you prayed about it? Um, did you give it to God? How are you responding? Um, what what does that mean? Because when something bothers us, when something rubs up against us, a lot of times that's an indication that is something that God has called us to do. It's something that he put inside of us that he's allowing to frustrate us, holy discontent. Um, there's something that that he's allowing that thing to rub up against you because it's like, yeah, I'm going to let it rub up against you. So you'll go ahead and do what I've called you to do. I'm waiting on you to move. I let that irritate you. You can take this beyond government because, you know, although we address things in society, we apply it to things in our own individual lives. So it's like, yep, I let that annoy you because I've been talking to you for years about how I wanted you to do this or how I've called you to this. And until I let that thing agitate your spirit, you wouldn't move. So I let it rub up against you and I let it make you mad. And so I think about even Things in in leadership and things maybe presidential and governmental. Do you think maybe God has allowed some things? And and like I said, this is not my theory. I'm just asking. Do we think that maybe God has allowed some things to unfold, some things to take place, to get us out of complacency as a people, to get us to move, to get us to love, to get us to get involved, to get us to stop depending on government? And let me just pause right there and say this, that my trust is not in government not in the government of God. Um, I mean, not in the in the government of of society. In the government of God, I am a I am a citizen in the kingdom. So, so with that being said, and let me make sure y'all clearly understand what I'm saying. I do not trust in the government that is established by man. I trust in the government that is established by God. Which means that I don't I don't trust in systems, earthly systems. I don't put my trust there. Yes, we participate in different things. We participate in jobs. You might go to your job, but you're not supposed to put your trust in your job. That's a resource. God is the source and he does provide resources, but he's the source. And we're never supposed to put the resource above the source. And I think... Sometimes that's where we get off. You go to your job, but you don't depend on your job because if your job shut down, then you got to still know that God is a provider, just like this government. Okay, you know, the government runs and we've had governmental shutdowns. But guess what? God is still God. The government is upon his shoulders. So I just wanted to come in today and address and let 
and remind people, yo, y'all love, 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 love. I've even seen people say, if you don't vote this way, then we can't be friends or we can't blah, 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 blah. And it might upset you, but how you going to win them if that's your posture? And I just started looking at different things. And I don't know people say, Nata- might say, Natasha, you're going too far with that or whatever, whatever. No, I'm not. Because the basis of everything that we do is love. So I'm like, man, so you just blocking everybody who don't think like you? You blocking everybody that don't vote like you? You don't want to talk? You ostracizing everybody who don't, who don't walk like you or who don't rock like you? Then it's like, how you ever going to win them? How you ever going to win them if they don't see love? You're returning hate with hate. You're returning. And it's like, I don't agree with that. And I, and I had to speak out about it because it's like, that's not, that's, that's not love. <laughs> it's not love. And so even though a person may come at you one way or a situation may come at you one way, and it can be hard sometimes, y'all. I'm trying to let y'all know, like, like the Peter syndrome can, can be real life. And sometimes you want to pop off and sometimes you want to respond and you want to, you know, if you know anything about Peter, Peter was a little, Peter was a little, he had some thug in him and don't judge, don't, don't judge his inner thug. Some of us have a little bit of that in us too, that we have to die daily too. But the point of the matter is that if you live by the sword, you die by the sword, right? So it's like, if you are returning what's being given to you, where does the change come in? Where does the change, where do people see God at? Where do people see the difference? And so even when God said, love your enemies, do good to your enemies. And it's like, people be like, I ain't having that. I ain't about that. I ain't soft. (laughs) You know, so people feel like that. But then that's the beauty of God's love. And that's where you see it's like, it's impossible to live that way without his spirit. And that's why we ask for his spirit. And that's why we ask God for more grace. Give us more grace, God. And we ask for his power. And we ask, we ask for the attributes of Christ so that the world can see Christ. And I thought about this, y'all, and I'm going to put this in there. And I had said in that first episode, I was like, I don't want to scare the people if I go in tongues and this and this and that. Well, God's spirit lives in me and I'm speaking by the spirit. And if it come out, it come out. So that's that. (laughs) Then you know what it is over here. But all of that, you know, all of that is what I'm saying is that, um, the world needs to be able to see a difference if we follow God and we're all works in progress. And even as it pertains to our leadership uh, and don't even don't trip. I've said some of you all have said under corrupt leadership, even at your jobs, you knew they weren't doing right. They made some mistakes and this and this and this and that. But it's a way that we handle it. When you walk with God and God will hold hold them accountable, but sometimes we, we're so busy trying to avenge ourselves. And this goes even in our own personal lives. Sometimes we're so busy trying to avenge ourselves that God can't step in to defend and, and things like that because he like, you got your hand on it. You're trying to respond and be you and won't let me be me. And God's like, let me be God. The battle is not yours, but you can't you can't respond like them because then God is going he looking at how you responding too. He God God's looking at leaders who are after his very own heart. And he's even looking at the corrupt corrupted leaders. And you don't think that he will hold them accountable? God held Saul accountable. His disobedience caused the kingdom to be ripped from him. But guess what? God don't need our help when it comes to uh 
you know, he don't need our help when it comes to him being being God. He's he's God with or without us. He was God before us and he'll be God, you know, after us. And so that's the thing. I wanted to say that. And so love tests, man, love lessons. We all get them and it leads to growth. Sometimes we get it wrong and we got to say, Father, I repent. I didn't handle that correctly. That's just real talk. <laughs> um, and, and we have to say, God, give us more fruit of the spirit. And he'll do it because he knows we're works in progress and he loves us. But when it when it comes to this, I, I just I think sometimes I look at things and I think and I looked at even how I was seeing certain leaders respond. Those who are even pastors, those who are in leadership positions. And I was looking at, you know, just how they were responding to different things, how they were handling certain things verbally. And I and I thought about that because I said hmm, some of these same leaders and some of these same pastors that get upset when those that they lead respond a certain way are responding like the very people they they lead who they don't like to respond like that sometimes. And so that was like a a aha moment for me (laughs) that it's like, we all got to grow. We all got to grow and we all got to practice what we preach. And so all of us got to do it. All of us got to do it. All of us got to do it. And so those are some areas that we need to do better. And listen, let's even stop and let's think about Nathan. Nathan was a prophet, right? Nathan was a prophet in the Bible and Nathan was sent to David when David had messed up and David was, had, you know, committed a sin that God was calling to the carpet and he sent Nathan, he sent Nathan to confront it. David was David, a man after God's very own heart because of his heart when God called him to the carpet. When God pointed something out, David could say, Lord, and he, and he could take that and he knew how to make it right with God. And, and God loved that about him. So God is not even calling us to be who glory. God is not calling us to be perfect. He knows we're not perfect. It's the Bible says that he perfects that which concerns us. He's perfect and he perfects us and we're working works in progress and we're the works of his hands. And the Bible says he does not forsake the works of his hands. So he's not forsaking us. He knows that we're works in progress and we're transformed to look more and more like him. And he gives us grace. But are we extending that same grace to others? Are you extending that same grace? Are you extending that same grace? And all of us have to look at ourselves. All of us have to look at ourselves. Because listen, I know, listen, we all have our moments. We all have our flaws. (laughs) I surely know God is working on me. I know he works on me. Listen here. But (laughs) the fact is that he's doing it. (laughs) okay? And the fact is that we don't want to we don't want to fight him when he does do it. And it makes the process easier so we can get on that potter's wheel and say, God, make us into a new vessel. And we get cracks and things like that because we're all vessels for God. Even that person you don't like, even that leader you don't like, even that president that you might not like or that presidential candidate that you might not might not like or might not be voting for. All of us are children of God. And so if we can look at each other in that light, it's like I see the God in you. I might not like what you're doing right now. You might not like what I'm doing right now, but you're still a child of the king, then how would things shift? Huh? How would things shift? So that's just something to think about. And I just wanted to, to address. 
I know you're going to vote. You have your your voice and, and, and all of that. You have the freedom to vote and things like that. But all I'm here to do is address it in love. All I'm here to do is address it in love. And so listen, if Nathan was sent to David, do we think that God is still God? Do we know that God is still God and that God can still change a person's heart and God can still transform and God can deliver and God can save and God can send a word to a person? Because if God can save me, if God can save you, and maybe you're not saved yet, but if if not, he's tugging at your heart now, he's knocking on your heart. God can save God can save anybody. God can change anybody. So we got to stop throwing people away. And I used to be, let me just transparent. I used to be real bad about that. <laughs> I used to be, I used to be like, up, it's a rat. Out of there. <laughs> when it came and I remember my mom told me one time, Natasha, you got to stop cutting people off. Stop it. You know, that's real life. A little bit of transparency. Um, concerning myself and it's like you can't you can't you know God is a God of reconciliation God is a God um now sometimes you might have to get keep boundaries you know forgiveness don't always mean access that's a whole nother it's a whole nother it's a whole nother podcast (laughs) but the point is if God can send somebody to David God can send somebody or send a word or send an experience uh, a life changing event, a life, a heart changing experience to that president you don't like, to that presidential candidate you might not be voting for, to that person that might be agitating your spirit in real life. Whatever it is, God can do it. So, listen, I said to myself yesterday, I sat and I was thinking and I said, Self, I have to, (laughs) not really, I wasn't really talking to myself, but don't judge me. I was thinking and I said, if God had to send me to President Trump tomorrow, is my heart in a posture and is my view of him in a posture where God could trust me to minister to this man's heart without bias, without hate in my heart? Without being swayed by popular opinion, God, could you send me to this person and and I do the will of God obediently in a spirit that pleases you concerning this man? And I honestly say, yeah, I could. And that's how we have to be. That's how we have to be. God, can you use me to be a blessing in a situation that I might not necessarily like, agree with all the things that are going on. Can I still see this person as you see them? That's a real life challenge. We need God's spirit. We need his spirit. We need his spirit to do it. We need to be mindful of our responses to do it. We need to be mindful. Who come on, did it again? Say that God loves that person too. What if God... What if God had to just sit you down and time out and say, I love that person that you don't like. I called that person that you don't like, too. Just like I put a calling on you. I die for that person that you don't like. Just like how I die for you. See, this is the, the stuff we got to we gotta think about. <laughs> you know? Now, what we do want is the will of God to be done. God, do the will of God. For this nation, do the will of God. Let your let your will be done. 
on earth as it is in heaven. God, let your will be done. Not our will. There is safety. There is peace in the will of God. Some of us have gone through things. We have as a people. We have gone through oppression. There's nothing that we don't go through in society that, that somebody in the Bible didn't go through or a people in the Bible didn't go through. So there's the Bible's a blueprint. There's, there's nothing new under the sun, but we still got to keep God's heart and keep God's posture. We still got to keep God's heart and we still got to keep his posture. So we held intercession and we hold intercession and we do what he tells us to do and we go where he tells us to go and we use our voice and we do and we move how he tells us to move but I just wanted to just address that in, in love love another thing that I thought about I don't know some of y'all y'all know readers are leaders leaders are readers love to read so there's this book that I read there's this book that I read some years ago and I still have the book because this book is a keeper. You keep it. It's called God's Generals. And, and it talks about how God used these men and women of the faith and he used them uh, to lead movements in faith. And some of them, you know, it, it, it talks about their highlights and flaws of some of these people. But one of the things and we're all just people, <laughs> just like in the Bible, God used people and they had positive attributes they have flaws the same as it is with us thank god for grace so in this book though i was thinking about the revivals that broke out and how some of these men and women led god used them to lead revivals and how the power of god was being released and whole cities were being changed and whole uh you know lives were being changed the spirit of God and through these revivals and people were giving their heart to God and people were crying out and and things were changing but guess what it wasn't it wasn't them uh bickering back and forth it wasn't them fighting name calling it wasn't them hating it was the spirit of God that changed people's minds that changed people's heart it was the power of God that came into a city that came into people's hearts that made them receive him and it made them change their ways and they knew that God was real and that's the same for today so I said all that to say that what our nation needs what you and I need what our family needs what our cities need what the nation needs what the nations needs is God the spirit of God the love of God the power of God the grace of God that's going to come in and change hearts and change minds. So what that says is, if you put two and two together, <laughs> what I'm saying is Biden is not our savior. Trump is not our savior. Jesus Christ is our savior. <laughs> that's what we need. And that's that's what we need in this nation. And we need love. We need compassion. We need Hearts that have been hardened to be softened. Hearts of stone to be made into hearts of flesh. Um, we need to, the blinders removed off of our eyes so we can see as God sees. We do need people that will speak out, but we do need people that will go. And we need people that will go in love. 
you know? And so some of us have seen even in our own lives if somebody come at you one way or you come at somebody and you don't come at them correctly, they not it's gonna be hard for them to receive that. You know? So we gotta think about that. Those are things that we gotta think about, y'all. Those are things that we gotta think about. So listen, we've talked about the election and any other election that may take place. Any previous election that may have taken place. It all has a perspective and we got to keep it in perspective. And may your perspective be kingdom. Because the Honey and Locust podcast over here, we kingdom. We kingdom over here. <laughs> you know, we want to talk about things in a way that God is going to be pleased and say, yes, that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm excited to hear you go forth like that. I'm excited to hear you explain it like that in the out of the box way. Where word is in it, but yet we're still applying it to everyday life. So I hope that you got something out of this. Um, I literally did intercede and do intercede for this nation and the leaders of this nation. And, you know, yeah, we need righteous laws and all of that. All of that's in Proverbs, you know, and we have laws we need righteous laws so the people can rejoice we need righteous leaders this is why we need people's hearts changed god didn't throw us away god didn't throw us away he didn't do that <laughs> he made a sacrifice so that we could receive him and our lives be changed so those that's what god is challenging us to do as well he's challenging us to do the same like what sacrifice are you gonna make what sacrifice is God calling you to make? Whether it's intercession, whether it's leading in your community, whether it's speaking out, whether it's whatever, you know, people respond different ways. And that's another thing. Um, responding in destructive ways to things that we don't like doesn't help. Sometimes it makes this, the situation worse. So regardless of what happens, regardless of the outcome, make sure that we respond in love. So we don't cause more damage that then we have to go back and ask God to clean up. And God is merciful and he gets us out of things we get ourselves in, <laughs> you know. Um, but sometimes it would just be easier if we didn't do that in the first place. Facts, facts. So I love each and every one of you as it pertains to the election 2020 and just flat out period. The government shall be upon his shoulders. And by his, I don't mean Biden and I don't mean Trump. I mean our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I didn't do it last week and y'all forgive me, but this stands for every week. If you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he waiting. All you got to do is ask him to come into your heart. Acknowledge that he came, he died and he rose for you. Believe with your believe with your mind. Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth. Ask him to come into your heart, and it's that simple. You become a part of this family. And if you do listen and you join, holler at us. Let us know so we can embrace you. Because this is bigger than just the honey and locust podcast. This is about souls and this is about the kingdom. So if you listen to this. <laughs> And something rocks with your spirit or moves your spirit or stands out to you, share it. Share the podcast. Let everybody know what's up. Let them know what's up. 
I'm going to get out of here. It's been real. I know y'all were expecting a different episode, but it is coming. But like I said, I was led another way. And we rock with God. That's, that's what we do. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So until this next time, share with somebody, love on somebody. Make sure that we are thinking about some of these things, reflecting on some of these things, lining it up with the word, what we see in society, addressing it through the lens of God's love and responding in a way that he can be pleased about. Because like I said, we're unconventional. We're out of the box and we need to see God in every arena. And that's government too. That's arts and entertainment like we talked about last week and in life and platforms and privilege. God wants to see him in every platform. God wants to see him in every sphere of society. He's there. He's omnipresent. He's already there. But we just need to rise up, rise up and make him greater. Rise up, lift his name up so that all names, um, all names can be drawn to him and all people can be drawn to him as we lift his name up. So at the end of the day, no matter what happens, we're full of peace because our mind is stayed on Christ. We walk in peace and there is no fear on the outcome because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So we straight over here because we know what to do and we know who and whose we are and we know where our trust is. Happy and blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord. We have hope in Christ. <laughs> we thank God for everything that we see in society. We thank God for creation. But ultimately, we're looking to the creator. So I love y'all. I hope this bless you. Share it. Let me know if you feel like gems were dropped. Vote. Do all of that. But love. <laughs> love too. Speak out. Do what you're going to do. Do how you led and all of that. And But love. Just make sure you're doing it in love. Let all things be done with love. To the next Honey and Locust podcast. I'm out. And I want y'all to be blessed.